0: This is SAFM Sport with Tabi Somosia. Okay, let's welcome um, Dave on the line. David May has a now former Stormer's Lock um, after he announced his retirement last week and he's agreed to speak to us tonight on SAFM. Dave, good evening from us. Thanks for being able to take our call this evening.
1: Good evening. Yeah, no problem no at all. Pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks, Dave. How are you holding up at the moment? Um, I'm all right,
1: Jay. It's, uh, it's been a busy, busy week, obviously. Um, just processing everything and uh, kind of uh, figuring out what comes next. But yeah, I all things come I'm all right.
0: Well, that's good to hear because your 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 statement last week touched a lot of people when you announced your retirement. I mean, how tough was it? Because you say in the statement that I wish I could say something positive, like I'll come back stronger, but I can't because it's over and this isn't a happy ending. This is not something I'd planned for. This is the end of my rugby career.
1: Yeah, I think obviously the, the, the news, the diagnosis um, that I needed to retire was obviously a big shock to, to myself. Um and whilst it was an easy decision to walk away from my health, it was an incredibly hard decision to walk away from rugby altogether just because it's been my life for the past couple of years and it's it's been It's been an experience that I've cherished and enjoyed so much and with so many phenomenal memories and so many unbelievable experiences so no, and obviously I think every rugby player knows at some point they will have to retire. But I never expected it to be so soon. I still had some so much more I wanted to achieve in the sport, and ambitions that wouldn't be realised. Unfortunately, so yeah, it was a very it was a very sad ending. And whilst I take away the comfort of knowing it was the right decision, it's still an incredibly a difficult decision to make and, and even a harder process to go through.
0: Yeah. And is it even more difficult because it's concussion? I mean, we know players in any sport, you suffer injuries, but usually players do come back. Is it is it more tough to take considering the nature of it?
1: Yeah. So I think obviously if this had been a, a, another injury like a leg, a arm or whatever, if it was anything inside my head, I would take a rest period and come focused on, on rebuilding and coming back stronger, but with with the with this being a brain related and unfortunately can't can't get another one of those. I needed to make sure that I looked after myself and and yeah, like I said, it was it was a shock that the diagnosis was that was came back that I had to retire or there was possibility of repercussions down the line where there'd been any other injury. I think I would have, like, I, I wasn't, I'm not physically injured at the moment. Mm. It's not like I'm, I'd be unable to play now. If I wanted to, I could run out on the field tomorrow, but the problem wouldn't be now, it would be 15 years down the line. Yeah. So that, that was, that was a hard or hard thing to take because I feel perfectly healthy at the moment. But it's not uh, it's not now that's the issue. It's, it's when I'm older. Mm.
0: So so Dave, did they advise you or tell you frankly that you can't play anymore or was it left up to you? Did they tell you maybe the consequences if you do continue playing?
1: So it's it's with with concussions it's a very great area. It's not like they can tell you listen after a certain amount of concussions you have to retire after a certain amount of injuries. It's basically going on how you feel and no, no one, could, no one could force me to retire. No one could tell me, listen, I, I have to retire um, or else I'm going to die. But after seeing all the specialists, all of them came back with the same advice that we were entering an area where if, we continue to play, if I continue to play, the, the possibility of future brain damage down the line or future consequences as a result of rugby was going to increase significantly. So there was no there's no certainty that something would go wrong, there's no certainty that nothing that nothing would go wrong, but it was a, a completely it was a preventative measure to make sure that I'm doing everything possible to have a high quality of life for the next fifty years at least.
0: Yeah, which is very important because there is life after sport. There is life after rugby. Like, like they always tell us. But I wouldn't know because I've never been in your shoes playing professional sport and for it to be um to have to end like this. And and was it because of one head injury, Dave, or had you, had you suffered previous head injuries? Because we saw you were also playing with a skull cap.
1: No, so I've always played with a scrum cap. It's always been a part of my game. Um, just my mother was very paranoid when I was a kid, so she made. She made me always wear it, and I'd just gotten used to it and I had always worn it as a part of my game to prevent concussions. Mm. Um, but, no, it wasn't any one knock that, decided, that made me do these tests. It was it was purely I had had a couple of concussions, and so what I decided to do was basically just get myself checked out so I could have peace of mind in knowing that Going forward in my career, I wasn't doing any damage to myself. I could have a long, illustrious career with the peace of mind that even though I'd had a couple of concussions, I was going to be fine in the long run. And then to my utter shock and horror, I, the, the results were the, the consensus from a couple of doctors was, listen, Mac, we don't think you should continue playing. Um, and that was... So it wasn't, it was more, it was completed mind. It wasn't, I didn't expect anything to be wrong. I didn't, I didn't think there would be any issues. So it was, it was quite a shock.
0: Yeah, no, I can imagine. And and, and when did you exactly find out? Because, um, I mean, you were playing recently for the Stormers. I think as recently as, as February. Was it against Connacht, your last match?
1: Yeah, so my last match was against Connacht. So on, it was last. Tuesday, I think I made the announcement, it was the, the Monday that mm-hmm. I found out. So it was, so the, the advice of the doctors was, listen, we recommend retiring immediately um, because it's not worth, like it won't do serious long-term damage, but it's not worth the risk of possibly getting another concussion this season. So I had to make a decision within 24 hours because we were playing a game against, um, I think it was Zebra uh, that weekend. Mm. Um, so I had to make the decision of whether or not I was going to play the game. Or no, I, lied. I wasn't Zebra. It was Cardiff. It was so it was Cardiff this last weekend. I had to decide whether or not I was going to play this weekend, which I, I probably well, would have, um, and or not and and so i had to make the decision almost immediately to retire which yeah so within the space of 24 hours of finding out i was i officially announced my retirement so it was very quick yeah
0: okay for those who are just joining us we are catching up with uh, now former stormers lock uh, dave mayhazen who has been forced to retire at the age of just 24 uh, due to concussion and is just telling us um, the, the background to it. And we're going to look back also at his career. And I believe that we've got a couple of voice notes. Okay, maybe let's play one voice note.
2: Hi, good evening, Tabiso. Um, um, I think it's very concerning for for rugby to have um, people and victims of concussion who end up leaving the sport because of that. Um, I think it's as, it's as much of a contact sport as it is um, the american football in in the u.s in the usa where they uh put on the shoulder gear um as well as the helmets i think they should think about that um i mean it's 2020 we can't have people um suffering from concussion and end end up leaving the sport because we are so used to um the old type of sport where people have to uh, have blood all over their faces just because they, they they're trying to show the, how powerful they are i think we should take that initiative yeah this is Kaba from the eastern cape thank you
0: Okay, but thanks for that. But um, he, he did say he's been playing with a with a scrum cap all his life, and you would think that a scrum cap is also to um, also to protect to protect you from these kind of injuries. But even besides, even with playing with, a, with 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 a scrum cap, he still had to he still suffered concussion here, Dave. So it's a tough one. But we will speak to a doctor after this conversation just to understand more about concussion, not just in rugby but in sport in general. Let's just take Colin in Cape Town. Good evening, Colin.
3: Good evening, Oh. Dave. Good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me? Ah. Do you know, um, I heard you saying you had concussion a few times. Now, I know in, in any sport, concussion is about three weeks layoff, like boxing, rugby, or something like that. Now, tell me something. Do they have a scan? If you're playing rugby now and, and you, uh, you're concussed, do they scan? Could they find out over the over the few uh, over the couple of concussions you had, there is something wrong? Or did it just take this last one? Was the damage already done a couple of uh, matches or months or seasons before that, Dave? That's all I wanted to know. Because um, do they scan you for concussion if you have it once okay. on the field? Okay. thanks very much Davi.
0: okay colin thanks for that you did understand? Say, yes yes i understand your question and i think the doctor will give us more clarity later on because i know that there are preventive measures that they put in place on the field especially when you are concussed uh, but uh, dave did say that he had gone for a regular checkup and that's when he he got the news but you can respond to that dave let me not speak for you
1: so so with regards to um the test so every single season every single player will, will run a baseline test in which they'll do memory, balance, and a co- whole bunch of other tests where they basically are testing for if you are, have a possible concussion, they do this test to see whether or not you're concussed. It's called a head injury assessment. Mm. And so every single season, every single player will do this this test and make sure they'll, they'll have a baseline. And if there's a suspected concussion, then the doctor will remove the player from the field. They'll go for his head injury assessment. And if they score at anything bar the same or higher, so even one lower, then they remove you immediately. Then they'll do another test the following day. And so, so they have different tests. It's called HI1, HI2, HI3, basically for the different the period after you've received this concussion. With regards to actually scanning the brain no there's no we don't do scans or any actual we don't have a look at the brain itself it's more um, memory tests balance tests and then the player has to communicate with the doctor how they feel so like you said it's usually three weeks that's two to three weeks is usually the it's the the required minimum amount but the, the entire process with getting back onto the field for a concussion is very much up to the player. The player is the person who tells the doctor whether or not they have any symptoms. So if you will you'll have a graded return to play, which is you will go through, so you'll start off with very light exercise, be it a light cycle or a light walk or something like that. And if you show no symptoms of concussion, headache, dizziness, nausea, any of those, then you the next day you can progress to the next. So it'll be a higher form of intense training and so on and so forth. And you'll gradually work your way up to full contact. And if you can do that, then you're clear to play. Mm. So they, they do have very, 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 um they do have protocols in place
2: yeah.
1: um, and they do do tests, but they don't do scans. I hope that answers your
0: question. Yes, yes, I think it does, Dave. And, and have the doctors now said if they're, any long-term effects in your case? Do you need to go for regular checkups now?
1: No, so there's they, they, there's no there's no need to worry now for myself in terms of long-term effects. Obviously, if I if I pick something up, then I will. But no, the I'm still young. I'm still I've still got plenty of plenty of my brain still left. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, I can still uh, function the same way I, I have my entire life uh, but no there, there, there was no indication there was no recommendation from the doctors that i need to see a specialist or get treatment or anything now it was more stopped in order to prevent mm. damage down the line
0: okay loud and clear and and have you thought about what's next now or is it too soon
1: yeah so i mean i've 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 given it a little bit of thought. Obviously, I think everyone who leaves who the game of rugby as a player always thinks about the possibility of going in another avenue of rugby, whether it be coaching, management, all of that. Um, but for now, I don't want to rush into anything new. So I think the plan, the plan for myself is, is to honestly just go and do a little bit of traveling, see, see the world, and kind of see if there's a life outside of rugby that I want.
0: And how do you look back at your at what has been a brief professional career? Then
1: I look I look back on my career very fondly. It oh, was wonderful. it was an incredible career. It was I got to play for my my childhood team, a team that I supported since I could walk. Um, it was um, an unbelievable experience, filled with with phenomenal memories and even better people. Um, and no, and I got I got to play for. For, for the stormers for four, for three years, which mm-hmm. was, which was a, a dream, a dream that I didn't even knew that I had, and something that I will always look back and cherish.
0: Okay, well, let's give the last word to the skipper then, Stephen Kitsaf. He spoke about your sudden retirement last week. Let's play that clip. Sorry. No, I was saying let's just hear from Stephen Kitsaf because he spoke about your retirement last week.
3: Yeah, yeah, shame. Um, yeah, Dave broke
0: the news to us on on Tuesday, and after he found out on Monday, um, the specialist telling him it's a good idea to to, to call it quits. So it was a very sad day, emotional. He had a had a bit of a short time speaking to the boys and and saying his final goodbyes. But um, no, just just the man Dave was is is absolute team man. Um, always put the stormers first. It was a very sad day, but um, we know that. Concussions is uh, is part of the game. Yeah, it must be tough to leave the boys behind, uh, Dave, eh?
1: Yeah, very, very much so. Very, very sad to leave. I've made I've made friends for life with many of the boys on my team, so no, it it can be sad to leave them behind.
0: But life does go on, Dave, like you said. So all the best in your future and whatever you decide to do going forward. We will thank you for the memories. Tough luck on how your career has ended, but um, I'm, I'm glad that it seems like you have made the right decision here and we just want to wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave Mihays, and only at the age of 24 he's been forced uh, to retire from rugby because of concussion. So we want to understand more than about uh, concussion. He's given us some insight. There were a couple. There was a question also from from Colin that probably answered maybe what uh, what I was going to ask to the doctor, but we'll find out more from Dr. Jerome Mambana, who's worked with SA Rugby, worked with Kaiser Chiefs also, just about concussion in general, and 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 also for for people in, in amateur sport. You know how how are they affected? How do they prevent concussion? Because we know in professional sport, you've got all. All these medics have got all these tests that are done, like Dave was telling us, but what about those in in, in the lower leagues?